0: Hey everybody, Nico here from the GeekCast Live podcast. Pour yourself a triple Jameson and ginger. Whip it out and have yourself some GeekCast Live. It's a trap.
1: Hey everybody, welcome Great Pyrenees
0: Pyromancers
1: of the GeekCast Live of podcast. Persia. I am your host, GCR, and with me, as always,
0: Rob Bass, Pyromance Dancer,
2: and Cartoon Joe. Pyro Dance Mancer.
1: Pyro Dancer. <laughs>
3: Gross.
1: I knew a couple of Pyro Dancers in college.
3: Mm, yeah, actually, that's true. I know. <laughs>
0: that's, that's true. That, that's not... Just because you had two Hawaiian friends. I don't think you can say stuff like they that. They weren't Hawaiian
2: just because they lived in Hawaii. Yeah. They moved there after living in a cornfield most of their life.
0: I want to know. At which hour. point did they pick up the fine art of the belly dance? Or the, mm. uh, the fire eating. Before mm. they got pregnant? Not the same
3: thing. But
0: <laughs> not?
1: <laughs> that Beckham's
3: no.
0: face. Tell that Jeez. she's a wacky broad from Ice and Fire Con. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, do you actually, do you keep tabs on Becca Moonface?
1: Yeah.
2: Not like, really? I don't like text her or anything, but I follow, I, I'm on, I, we're Facebook friends.
1: And she's okay? She's doing well? Yeah.
2: Best she she's off- ever been. She's uh, she's off the sauce and onto the meds. Uh, Look at you. Yeah. She's high on life. She's doing like the, uh, she was like a Tough mutter person for a little while. And uh, huh. now she's engaged to be married to oh, a, a real person.
1: Yeah. I would not have seen that in her future. Yep. Confirmed
3: real person or just assumed real person? Confirmed uh,
2: picture evidence and everything. Nice.
0: Yeah. Well done. That shit, that shit can be yeah. photoshopped.
2: Really turns that's your true. life around. Yeah. The, the The trick, the trick to uh, to being well, is taking your meds. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's that makes sense. Yeah. that makes yeah. That was the end of my sentence. I I thought there'd be more, but there wasn't.
1: No, that's all you need, though. There's <laughs> Like if you were prescribed a thing to help you and you don't take the thing, yeah, because you'd rather drink. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's why I don't take those Z Packs. Yeah, more on a Z Pack.
0: Yeah, really? Not with that attitude. <laughs>
1: well, you're not,
0: yeah, <laughs> I've been that. I've been doing it wrong then.
1: I mean, listen, anything's a dildo do if you're brave enough, right?
0: I've
3: you have always Thanks. said that.
1: I have always well what's always been very important yeah as always to, to that. know that everything I see yeah. judges how brave I am in that moment.
2: everything's edible, just might not be safe to eat,
1: yeah, I've always an underst- i've I don't even think the concept of inedible should exist.
2: I don't know you am ever had Shirley now? Cazzo's cooking, No. can i say that i'm recording is that too far yeah
0: it it, it was no it's there
1: (laughs) i'm just wondering every day somewhere
0: somebody cooks a steak medium or like well well done so the theory is always being tested theoretically good night good night
1: (laughs) so anyway um (laughs) we have a lot to get into and we got a shorter show than normal tonight uh, also, this is the pen, uh, the penultimate episode of season seven. What?
0: Wow! You're right there. We should didn't do know, better then.
1: Didn't know if you guys knew that or not.
3: I didn't, but I'm okay, glad so, that I know now.
1: Penultimate's the name
2: of one of my Falcons.
1: Yeah. Yep. Do you have two? So you have two Falcons. This mm-hmm. is what you're saying.
2: Yeah. One is his name is Penultimate. The other one is Franklin
1: Godfrey. <laughs> no. I figured it. I figured the second one was going to be named like like mike
2: yep godfrey franklin actually yeah. Uh, nick
1: Nick got it so you have you have one falcon named godfrey franklin
0: yeah
1: and you have another one named penultimate
0: yeah guess which one <laughs> of them has the bigger penis uh godfrey <laughs> franklin <laughs> <laughs> yep i can only assume uh can a falcon have big dick energy
2: I think Falcons only have <laughs> and, and energy. And other
1: questions that deserve answers. <laughs> the Nick Cordero story. <laughs>
0: it's 2020. I got to get it all out for the next two weeks, apparently. I
2: will say, I don't know if they have it, but they certainly impart it.
1: Mm. Rob, what are the name of your two Falcons?
3: Um, Gregorio and Hans.
1: That makes sense.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're European Falcons.
1: <laughs> of course, they smoke.
3: Right. Yeah, but they, <laughs>
2: but they that's, the
1: that's cigarettes. How you know they're, yeah, they're, they're really like, a big
3: uh, piece
2: of
0: suits, a vodka
2: so. cigarette for breakfast. <laughs> Finnish Falcons.
0: <laughs> Fuck me. Uh,
1: I have. I, I'm. I'm upset that. I'm upset. I've spent too much time trying to carry on a conversation write notes about the episode and come up with my Falcon names in case I asked. And it
0: Ryan, and what's the uh, name of your two Falcons?
1: I don't know. I haven't came up with, aren't that. they? Like, ah, uh,
0: like Pendergast
2: ah. and Olmo or something.
1: That's what it is. I had Falcon names. Yeah. No, they
0: were carrier pigeons.
1: Oh, yeah, I yes. uh Aloysius and Pendergast. Mm, that's it.
2: Yeah. Olmo was the, like, ma- uh, the eye way of the sea.
1: Yes. And eyeway, of course is the eyeway of the air.
0: <laughs> what the hell?
1: I forgot the word for the. I
0: don't even the care. Tolkien
1: <laughs> gods. Oh my god, that's funny. You went on a whole Tolkien god rant.
2: I did. <clears throat>
1: uh, Rob is going to be uh, uh, intermittent. Uh, his, uh that's what they're called. His uh, CPU fan is making a lot of noise. So when he does pop on it, uh, it'll be, uh, it'll be, it'll sound erratic. There it is. Sporadic. Um, So I asked you guys a question, a topic for this week. and uh,
0: Falcon names?
1: No, I want to get into that before we go to our our meat and potatoes uh, surprise topic that I haven't told you guys about yet. But uh, you guys have all seen the monoliths that have been popping up around the world.
3: Sadly. Yeah, is it up to uh, is it up to like
0: four now?
1: There's been four now. Yeah, Utah, and then like Romania, and then there was another one, and then they just there's another one in like San Bernardino.
0: If only we had like satellite infrared technology.
1: My question to you guys was to please bring your best conspiracy theory as to what's going on with the monoliths. Maybe they're just pieces of art. Maybe there's something else to them. I would like to know what you guys think is the best answer as to why they're here.
3: I'm really uh, a huge fan of the, uh, the what is it, the Jerusalem Post theory. Mm. Uh, these are all just, uh, um, you know, the, the beginnings of uh, intergalactic assimilation. Because the Galactic Federation is out there and waiting for us to not be stupid monkeys anymore so that we can join them
1: so you think that you think that the the galactic Federation Israeli Post story is a direct tie to the monoliths
3: oh, absolutely, yeah, is it and I, I mean, firstly, aliens have surely seen two thousand and one by this point in time, so if Anything, this is the best practical joke that they could pull, firstly. Secondly, I did a little bit of research on the Jerusalem Post, and I'm astounded that it's not just, like, another National Enquirer. It's, a like, a legitimate, reputable news source in some circles, I'm sure. But, like th- they, like, it seems like there's not any, like, glaring, oh, this is a fuck-up, like... Joke newspaper or anything quite like
1: that. It'd be like saying the USA Today or the Washington Post.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: The Galactic Federation of Planets. Remind me after we talk about monoliths. I want to pick your brain, Rob, about the Galactic Federation. Joe, what do you think is up with the monoliths?
2: I think it is an advertising campaign. For
1: new Wrigley Double Mint Gum.
3: Okay, see. Yep,
1: I thought this too is a clever marketing campaign, and I was gonna say for a for a video game.
2: Ooh, like Cyberpunk twenty
1: seventy seven. So, something like that. Like we're gonna find out. Um uh, Borderlands four, baby. There's a there's a. uh like a game come out called Monolith or something. Ooh, I, I, I think it's some sort of campaign, some sort of marketing campaign for an interactive product of some sort. Maybe it's a TV show. Maybe it's a video game. Maybe it's a, like it's like geocaching now. Ooh, like, nice. find the monolith.
2: Ooh, could it be now? Well, we can wait. Nick has is to it do the this turn.
3: S- is it the same monolith? Have, has that been, like... Mm. Determined yet or is this the
1: same monolith.
3: Interesting. Interesting. Has it so uh, how could they tell? I mean, do they have different markings on them? They they asked, that makes
1: sense. (laughs) I think are you the same
2: monolith?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll (laughs) digress. It vibrates in accent.
2: Nick, what do you think G- the monolith German monolith
1: noises. <laughs> 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 the A Fucking show title. Uh
0: was somebody asking me something? Yeah.
3: Yeah. What's what's your theory on this?
0: Uh I I think that they are um very small which I think doesn't get enough run that the true monolith uh, that word is sometimes deceiving. These are, these are more um, YMCA or bowling league trophy size. And as such, uh, I believe that they are uh, probably just uh, headstones of uh, lesser deities of, of uh,
2: Acadia or something.
0: Yeah, of of an an early civilization that existed, um, we,
1: and we just now found them.
0: Yeah, I think they were made of a, of that. a really cool substance that uh, resisted corrosion, and just have sort of uh chosen this time to uh to reemerge from the elements. Come on, as I said, they're about the That's size one. of uh of my rec league softball trophy. Yeah,
3: they're
2: they're log, and, uh, large monoliths, the size of small monoliths. <laughs> right.
0: Large monoliths the size of small fowl. Like a no, that's hand. that's not like fair.
2: A, like a pheasant.
0: It, is the pheasant alone? Like like a? A f- I don't know. With an F, if foghorn leghorn were a monolith, <laughs>
1: <laughs> like an armoire.
0: Sure. Like a small yes. boulder like that's
1: the size of a yes. large
0: boulder. Yes. Correct. Thank you, Rob, for a you. bigger boulder. Um. <sighs> so yeah, that's all it is. It's just it's just some old headstones grave markers what's, of uh of a better civilization what nothing what, to get worked up about
2: what are the odds that's related to uh steve wozniak's new wozbucks or whatever they're called
3: mm, you know what that's probably minimal it.
1: hold on what's a Wozbox?
2: oh it's it's wozbucks it's what i decided to it's the made-up name for uh steve wozniak's cryptocurrency that has a real name, but I don't know what it is.
0: I never can tell anymore when you're just absolutely fire making something up. <laughs> no, this is I. I personally Steve then, Wozniak's fake <laughs> cryptocurrency.
2: No, he has a real currency. It's the fake name for his real cri- cryptocurrency.
0: I like it better my way.
2: I mean, that's uh, if, fair. The,
0: if they're not if they're not the uh, the gravestones of of ancient uh, primitive higher species then it's probably just various uh spots where old elon has has crashed his spacex demo
1: should someone give me a like cliff notes uh cryptocurrency for dummies because i i have tried to understand what it is and i just don't
2: so um real currency you know, all imaginary yeah
3: all yeah, so, currency
1: yeah. Imaginary. all currency uh-huh. is imaginary and that's i guess i totally get that
3: yes
2: cool
1: that's So really it's it. like that but on the internet
0: right that's
1: that's literally it so it literally holds whatever value at the value
0: whatever value right. the yeah. the yeah, like supply and community demand. decides yep. on yeah yeah yep and yeah is there Except there actual financial f- institutions don't recognize it because it's make believe.
1: Is there a finite amount?
2: So it depends on the currency, because like Bitcoin, correct. there is a finite amount because it's it's you can you can mine it because it's an algorithmic currency, right? Which is a weird it's- thing to say, and I'm not sure it makes any sense. It doesn't.
1: Well, no, but this okay. This is where my disconnect comes, and uh, please forgive me.
3: No, you're good. You're forgiven
1: if if there's a if there's an algorithmic uh, currency mm-hmm. that you would have to mine. Mm-hmm. It therefore isn't imaginary; it's an actual thing, Kinda. so you can put value upon it. Right. Whereas something that's not Bitcoin literally is just imaginary. Sure. Yeah. So. I,
3: but like so it it really does just come to the whole supply and demand aspect of it because people trade and utilize these different currencies and and it's, therefore it it applies w- value that's to that's why it. i was
1: wondering if there's a finite amount because if there's an infinite amount of was bucks how could they possibly have any supply and demand um to them because i could just say yes. like look i no look i just deposited a billion more in my account because they're imaginary and they're well because final amount.
3: because i mean do you, do, you have to spend do you have the money to buy to be, a
1: waz box
3: i mean yeah generally speaking for, I mean, for his it,
2: currency you do because it's correct. so a lot of Except a lot of cryptocurrencies work almost like um they're almost like stocks but they're yeah. not investing in a company they're just investing in the concept of this currency
3: Right. I mean, so, I mean, you can do very similar things with like actual currency too. You, like, if you play, um, play on like international markets, you could spend, you know, a hundred dollars and get approximately like a hundred thousand yen or something like that, you know, Japanese currency. And depending on how the Japanese market's doing, um, the price will rise and fall, much like a stock or any commodity that you're investing in. And so, with more, with like that currency being utilized more and more people seeking to not only invest in it and use it, but then trade it and use it as a form of like, as a form of currency, it applies more value to it. It's also what makes cryptocurrencies a much more volatile market than like investing in international currencies with the exception of like bitcoin and a handful of others because they've been around for quite a t- uh, quite a while and and they've been able to create this demand for using them um, um, in place of actual monies
2: as a sidebar their real name for the wasbuck is stupider than wasbuck
0: <laughs>
3: what is it the X. yep yeah yep it's <laughs> like, Come on. like Elon
0: Musk's kid Mm, So
1: here's, I guess here's my final question on cryptocurrency because I didn't expect it to go here.
0: Yeah, you've hijacked us with some bullshit. Why
1: why don't... What stops anyone from just saying, do you want to buy geek bucks?
0: Nothing. Very
1: little.
3: Right. I mean, the... So... I will say so the, I could, the if, thing.
1: If I, if I walked up to Brett Javier and said, "Brett, you're going to give me five dollars, and I'm going to give you five million geek bucks," it's imaginary, and it's on the internet. I just made five dollars, but he made five million geek dollars. Yeah. Right. So
3: so it's. It mostly comes down to infrastructure and economics at that point in time. One, you need to be able to have, like, you need to know. How he'd, ha- he'd have to believe
0: work. there was some sort of goods or right, services right. that he could spend said bullshit I, yeah, on. So I,
1: I understand exactly. that. That's what makes that's what makes all currency imaginary. Is because it really doesn't. Uh, yes. So I, he would have to say it actually is a value. I'm a millionaire five times over in Geek Bucks, and then he could. He knows he could trade those geek bucks for other things, right? Right, I, I and just, and it, someone
3: would have would, to accept those, <laughs> right? Exactly. You'd actually have to like build a, a yeah. network that yep. allows this currency to be exchanged. Because I mean, one of the things you basically do the same thing with with like internet gift cards.
2: Yeah, one of the things with the Wazx is that um, it's it, it was initially backed by Steve Wozniak's personal fortune.
1: Okay, and so right.
2: there, there was actual, quote unquote, real backing to it initially, and what what it is primarily t- for is uh, he's he launched a company called I think it's F Force or E Force I don't know how to pronounce it, but yeah. it's it's an environmental, uh, energy project where, um, people who want to invest in, and cre- in clean energy, would work in this cryptocurrency. Uh, so that, um, basically like, like if I wanted to put solar panels on my church, maybe as an organization, we don't pay very much to get the solar panels initially because other people invest with the Wazex to pay for the solar panels because they know that more solar panels means more energy in the network. And they're going to get a certain percentage of whatever we make selling energy back to the, the grid. True. Sure. And so that's that's where I think the value comes from for the WAZX. Other ones I don't know. There's like Dogecoin and there's
3: there's there's all sorts of fucking cryptos at this point. Yeah, it's absurd. So and some of them are take, pre- pretty niche.
1: All it would take is for some outlet to say we also accept geek bucks and then suddenly I could give as many, or I would just set the market for what one geek book is worth in real money.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, kind of, sort of. I mean, it. You're you're building an economy at that point in time, which requires more steps than that. But yeah, essentially.
1: Now, can you? Can I actually like trade real money for cryptocurrency? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: You could actually do it even on like I believe Robinhood, and I think there were. I, I,
1: I you can do it on Robinhood. That's part of why I was asking because Robinhood asked me today if I wanted to start investing in cryptocurrency, and I was like, I don't. I I don't I, know what that I, is. I
2: personally wouldn't, but that's just me.
3: It it depends because there are some cryptocurrencies that are currently on the upswing, but like I said before, like it's it's a really volatile market. It, which can be a good thing and a bad thing, because you could like spend ten dollars on Bitcoin back in you know two thousand ten, and now you'd be a multi-billionaire or millionaire at least. Like you, you probably more than that, or not more than that, but you get what I'm saying. You would have made a an obscene amount of money by this Theoretically, point in
0: time, right? Exactly. Still have to buy said Bitcoin back from you. Or well,
3: yes. It, but I mean, there are plenty of markets for for Bitcoin specifically and for other cryptocurrencies. And some of the cryptocurrencies are much more niche than like using Bitcoin, which is pretty, pretty widely accepted on the Internet at this point in time. Um, I think you can even transfer your get. I think PayPal is getting ready to, to make it Bitcoin. so you can transfer yeah. Bitcoin into right. into actual monies. Um, which is huge because then you could basically just direct deposit Bitcoin into your bank account, which is huge. Um, but I then there's some.
2: I know more than I thought about this stuff and less than I would like to.
1: Yeah, yeah no, this is a this is a regular topic. Uh, this is a regular Bilbo's birthday speech.
2: Yeah, yeah. I almost I almost want to do a deep dive of research and and put out a level up on cryptocurrency.
1: Please do, because I've you learned should. more tonight. I, I And here's the thing. I've learned more about it than I knew when I asked the question. And I may be slightly more confused, but it's only because I'm confusing myself, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I just don't understand it. I, 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 it's, it's, it's uh, It seems so foreign to me. And it shouldn't, because I understand the concept, I think, but it's just it's, weird.
3: Yeah, it, it, it is strange, especially, I mean... But uh, it's it's one of those things that I definitely don't think is going to go
1: regular money. I
3: why? I mean, I've so I I, car- think I carry the- cash literally only at music festivals or at Gen Con.
2: Yeah,
3: I basically have internet money as it is because I just use my card all the time or buy things on my phone, and you don't even need a card anymore. You could just scan your phone most places. Well, so your I, art, I, I
1: use my Apple. I mean, I I'm. I, I use it anyway. I'm with you. I use my phone for most everything anyway. I got my right. phone and I carry cash. So right. so
2: I, I think part of the idea too is that there are certain corners of the internet that imagine a completely cashless future. At mm-hmm. which point you've got to ask yourself, what's the point in having your currency backed by a, a country versus right. just having one united internet money?
3: Right. Or these, and so
2: I think that's, that was the main argument for Bitcoin is we're going to create money that only exists on the internet and it's not backed by anybody else. It just exists in pure math. And so it and, becomes a Euro, universal currency because it's math based, not anything else.
3: And generally speaking, it's more secure than just having like money in the bank for, for the most part, and depending on your Yeah, like because like if the US
2: collapses, like what's your dollar going to be worth?
3: That and it's in, in most all um, cryptocurrencies are um, blockchain oriented. So right. in theory, you could trace the, like trace where every Bitcoin c- came from every step of the way. You can't do that with a dollar, um, or or if you did, I guess it would require like serial numbers, which I'm not entirely sure if we have serial numbers on dollars There's for whatever serial reason. Number but,
1: on dollars, but I don't right, think They're but, tracked from. Right, exactly. Uh, You can't tell that I pay less shoes back in the hands of an old woman to Texas Roadhouse. Right,
3: Right. exactly. So it makes it much harder to be able to just like blatantly steal them because you know this Bitcoin or this you know part of this Bitcoin or whatever. It's got a trail that you can follow from point to point to point to point. (laughs) I
2: gotta say that's Uh, one of the really most complicated parts of it is
3: part of this bitcoin <laughs> yeah yeah which which does get in, i mean but we do the same thing with dollars you get part of dollars with oh yeah quarters, for sure nickel, that's dime, what cent
2: means yeah yeah um it's one one hundredth it's one cent it's, yeah exactly
3: i'm on board it's it so it, it i mean it is pretty cool and it's, it's and, and then you get into some of the more like strange and niche um cryptocurrencies which are um uh, which are more decentralized than um like bitcoin for example and avidly uh try and move away from using block uh like blockchain type um uh like a a blockchain chain type of like trail essentially so making it nigh impossible to track where this money comes from and it makes it really easy to buy drugs on the internet I was going to say drugs and guns and hitmen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, probably other things, but uh, yeah, exactly.
2: QAnon cult money. Exactly. Jim and, uh, and and Cuban and this
3: sandwiches. Is, this is what Cuban the Galactic Federation right.
2: You don't have any right to know that I purchased a Cuban sandwich, goddammit.
1: Well, and that's so. This is what the Galactic Federation is waiting for, then a capitalist yeah. society and uh, flying cars.
3: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. World peace. But but Nick doesn't like talking about cash of the future, so let's talk about anything else.
2: Congenital dwarfism. Okay. So I don't
3: have
2: anything.
1: (laughs) Like primordial? Yeah. Yeah. Gross. That's a weird word. Hey, uh, let's put some plugs in so I can go to our secret topic. That sounds good. Joe, can I can I ask you a question? Yeah. Have you ever been in the market for, like, a a really well-thought-out but haphazardly designed t-shirt?
2: I am constantly in the market for a well-thought-out, haphazardly designed
1: t-shirt. You know where you can get them? No. GCL.threadless.com. You're telling me I can
2: get a well-thought-out but poorly designed t-shirt at
1: GCL.threadless.com? That's what I'm... Dude, that's exactly what I'm telling you. GCL.threadless.com. If you go to that website,
0: that's what you'll find. Huh. Hey Nick, do you like coffee? Hey Rob, I love coffee. Fantastic. Boy do I have a
3: coffee for you. Boy howdy. It's player one coffee. Coffee by gamers.
0: Oh. They've got my address, still waiting (laughs) on my gift box, but tell tell the listeners all about them.
3: Well, it's coffee by gamers for gamers, and you should check them out. They've got all sorts of fantastic brews, such as Leroy Jenkins and other brews. Mm Mm-hmm. So go on over to playeronecoffee.com and use our discount code, GeekCastLive.
0: If you order The Dark and Nasty, maybe they'll actually send us a grinder.
1: Boy, howdy. Anybody have any idea what our secret topic is?
2: Mm. None. Cryptocurrencies. Spider-Man. It's
1: cryptocurrencies. No, <laughs> it's, it's Spider-Man 3 News. We have yeah. to talk oh,
0: about, f- to talk I, about it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we have to talk about it. Let's talk about fake money.
1: We have to talk about it. We are talking
2: about fake money.
0: Let's go is, back to that, then, if we can avoid talking about Spider-Man. It, well,
2: no, it, the, the fake currency is is Web Bucks.
3: Oh,
0: OK. Let me, nice. Oh, no. Well played. We Toby Maguire, Wet Bucks. To talk about it.
2: <laughs> wet Toby Maguire Bucks. <laughs> Hashtag He's dancing like a, in the streets.
0: Yeah. Who's the
1: fucking, what's the name of the guy, for, like the sidekick <laughs> from uh, Dr. Horrible? Like Oh moist man.
0: Moist man. Like, hey, I'll be around (laughs) if you need any envelopes
1: sealed. (laughs) I thought I'd go home with bait, but I hear you, buddy. Fucking moist man.
2: Uh, (laughs) If you need a room humidified. (laughs) uh,
1: (laughs) The news came hot and heavy yesterday and today. Um for those of you who don't know. Spider-Man Three just exploded from being just the next MCU Spider-Man to it now has everyone who's ever been in a Spider-Man movie ever, including Italian Spider-Man. Yeah. So, is that real? Italian, Italian?
3: Spider-Man? No, I know. Spider-Man. I know Italian Spider-Man is real. Oh
1: no, 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 no! Italian Spider-Man, that news is not real. <laughs> I know but Italian
3: I'm...
2: Spider-Man is real.
3: <laughs> But right, exactly. But I, is he going to be in the movie? Uh, no. <laughs> well, that's disappointing. I, I hope that he continues to save the Great I'm Barrier sure, Reef Italy. Yeah, the Great Barrier Reef, which is of desperately Italy. in need of it.
1: Of, of Italy. Italy. Oh shit. I no, listen, I know Italian Spider-Man is real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, sure of it. I've shit. I've seen
3: the documentaries.
1: So, um what, obviously it's not, it's going to have to be some sort of Spider-Verse of some kind, right? Definitely. And I, I'm Tom Holland is going to shift between universes.
3: Yeah. And I mean, they already kind of seeded that and it wasn't, yeah, it was Homecoming, right? No, it was the one after that, uh, Far From Home. Because I mean, they far- were already talking about multiverses and we already know that Doctor Strange is getting ready to delve into all sorts of weird shit
1: like that. Yeah. And a long time ago, Kevin Feiglin said that Spider Man is unique and that he's the only character that can uh, travel between universes. It was like an offhanded comment that he said. This was like four Mm -hmm. years ago. Wait, was was the only
2: character who could? I missed that. Spider Man. Oh, okay. Sure. Noted spider power, multiverse phasing. (laughs)
1: <laughs> My question is, do you think they're all all of these extra characters are going to come to the 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 MCU universe or is he going to travel to other universes? Probably that mm,
2: one. Like an episode as family guy?
1: Yes. Now, hopefully not as bad. Like do you think he'll like like a like a cutaway scene to where suddenly he's with Toby Maguire and then he'll never see Toby Maguire again? Or do you think that they're all going to be together at some point to like do that reddit meme
3: like a live action into the spider verse I would right. be so disappointed if they didn't do that reddit meme
1: Oh I mean that will. would be amazing Abs- they've got to right Yeah They're fingers on the pulse kind of guys over at Marvel
2: Well the only question that I have on that front now is they made that joke at the end of uh into the spider verse
1: Right. Would they make it again? Oh, live, action? So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Be live action? Yeah. I mean, I
2: know Disney That's... would, but would Marvel?
1: No, I'm glad you brought that up, though, because uh, there was an article today on Screen Rant that talked about how Miles Morales should be in the Spider-Verse movie.
0: Nice. He should be.
1: But it should be the animated Miles Morales.
2: Oh, like the old Mickey in the musical
1: number. Yes, Joe. yes. Mickey just in like the that. musical. Did you mean Mary Poppins?
2: No, I was talking about like the the very first time they put animated characters, it was Mickey. Tap dancing, oh, really? I
1: believe. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were just.
2: But yeah, like Mary Poppins.
1: Very, very similar to that. I thought you were just being you, you know, where like you can't remember the real name of things. Oh,
2: gotcha. Nope. I was. It was being a different version of me
1: that remembers things. So yeah, bring in the animated Miles Morales into the MCU. What do you what totally do you think about on that, that one? Do you like that? How about would that? Would that completely take you out of the movie?
2: I, I'm sure I, I would be into it.
1: Nick would hate it.
3: Yeah. Nick's asleep anyway, him.
1: though. So. Nick's already Nick's already left. He's eating. A hey, I don't of know why he's not happy with the with. Getting a chance to see Kirsten Dunst again. I'd see her in anything. Mm-hmm. But now we all have. Have you have seen her so husband? Is no. she married? Is that her husband or know. her boyfriend I saw
2: on Twitter the other day? I don't know. He looks like any of us.
1: <laughs> That's why I like Kirsten Neat. Dunst. She gives us hope. The everyman. There, uh, Daredevil's also going to be in this one.
3: Yeah, I haven't seen that floating. Charlie Cox's
1: Daredevil is going to be in this one.
3: At what point in time do they announce Tom Hardy? I'm really disappointed that they were that they're seating for Charlie Cox before Tom Hardy. If only because I was so close (laughs) to to fucking achieving like ultimate.
1: The way you typed that too when we were talking about. Oh uh, God! Because I dropped the news that. uh, Alfred Molina was going to be. I dropped the news to you guys. I didn't like <laughs> scoop the fucking internet. Say, hey, Alfred Molina is going to be in the new Spider Man. And Rob right away off the cuff says, um, ne-
3: next cast three people Toby confirmed.
1: And Andrew Garfield and Tom Hardy and be done with it. Well, within seven hours,
3: three yeah, even. If that, yeah,
1: it wasn't <laughs> that long at all. The news comes out and in order, exactly how Rob did it. But then they. Andrew G- Yep. I mean, listen, you were pretty close.
3: I was real close, clearly no, not a prophet, but really close.
1: not a prophet, but you like you've got the touch, you know, like the shining. You're like a civil Trelawney. <laughs> <laughs> you got one prophet. You got one thing right once. perfect. That's not. She's married to a uh, meth Damon. yep.
3: hilarious. <laughs> This no, guy actually, looks like he could be in Sneton.
2: My favorite description of of their picture is an e girl married to her podcast boyfriend.
3: <laughs>
2: Brilliant. So he was
1: he was in Breaking Bad. Um, he was uh, um, he played
2: James Corden. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He played James Corden, Breaking Bad. No, when when Walter White and Jesse Pinkman broke up, Walter White took on a new apprentice and it was played by this guy. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, and then they... Uh, God, what's his fucking name? Jesse Clemens. Jesse Clemens, yeah. I didn't know that they were actually married to each other.
2: Oh, they're engaged. I apologize.
1: Well, because uh, they played husband and wife in uh, season two of Fargo. Oh. Yeah, and they were they were phenomenal. He's a, uh, he would be on my Mount Rushmore of working current working actors who don't get enough work. Wow. Cause he is, he's a phenomenal actor. He's also in uh game. Oh, night. Have you seen game night?
3: No, I have but not. he played the really boats and the hit movie battleship of 2012 he was,
1: he was in battleship. That is correct. He's a phenomenal. Oh, wow. He
2: was in The Master. Isn't that a Philip Seymour Seymour Hoffman? It is.
1: It is. Yeah, season two. Yeah, he played Ed Blumquist. And Kirsten Dunst is in that, and she is also just phenomenal. Have you guys seen Fargo at all on FX? I have not. I've also never seen the movie
2: that everyone says is good.
1: God damn it, Joe. I get the
2: references to some extent.
1: Sometimes man,
2: something I about don't. a wood chipper.
1: Just watch Fargo. And that You know post. how much you loved Buster Scruggs? Yeah. Same same writers, same directors.
2: I I believe that. I really like the Coen Brothers movies.
1: Never seen Fargo.
3: Never seen Fargo. Hmm. He also played Ox and Life Mike. Mhm.
1: Never seen so, Fargo. Thought you should
2: know. Also, I haven't seen The Godfather.
1: Boy, parts one, two, or three. Boy, oh boy! Can you find? Do you want to? Could, could you want to just have a watch the movies you should have seen weekend with me some weekend?
2: Yeah, I think that sounds great. They just recut.
1: The... They just recut Godfather three too. Did they? Is it yeah. better? I well, I haven't seen. I mean, it. I, I would. I, be... I have nothing to compare to. Well, Godfather 3 is uh, not good. That's what I've heard. Especially when you hold it up against the first two Godfathers. Um, but they just... they. Uh, it's available for purchase right now. They just released the recut of it. And I guess it's a completely different movie. Oh, wow. So.
2: They put it in black and white. because James
1: Gunn. <laughs> James Gunn did it, yeah. It's a... Uh, and it's uh, that same guy who did Fury Road. Everything's quome. Everything's quome Shiny <laughs> and quome uh,
2: quome Like we so are in we New thum- York.
1: Are we happy? We thumbs up. We thumbs down on the casting news. If everything I'm, that has came out is true, are we? Are we here for it? We I like it. We yeah. Do it. I trust Marvel. Enough. I think it's. I think it's great.
2: Yeah. And honestly, like, even if it's a, an opportunity for them to lower expectations going into phase four. Right. Fine. Cause I, I I, I agree. I think Andrew Garfield's underrated. Uh, I didn't particularly like Spider-Man three, but the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, I, I really think if it weren't for them, the MCU probably wouldn't have happened.
1: Oh, they're, I agree I mean, with that. they're, they're Sony's highest-grossing films. Yeah. Spider mans so
2: so. I mean, and and I I think that Daniel O'Brien makes a compelling argument that uh, Tobey Maguire is the best Spider Man. I don't agree, but I think his argument is compelling.
1: Pussy posse for life. Yep, you know what I'm saying. Free Don's plum.
3: Free Don's, Free Don's plum.
1: I I think it's gonna be great. I I'll be, I think my gripe will be that they didn't just, it can't be restrained. You know what I mean? No, it has to be all out. You gotta just do it. Yeah. If at any point you say like, well, but why didn't they continue to bring people in? Like, you know what I mean? Why did they, why isn't there a Spider-Man noir played by Nick Cage? Just why not? Yeah. Bring in Spider-Ham.
3: Yep.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's gotta be it's gotta be like a San Francisco hobo. Just completely exposed.
1: Yes. And shitting itself yep. in front of you. Yep. Yep. While it while it quotes scripture. Yep. Yep. So Balls out peen term. in hand. Pen in hand. Eye contact. Yeah, like, yep. Coming in like but, a cup.
2: But not eye contact in a way where he knows he's seeing you. It's eye contact <laughs> that he's making. But he doesn't see you. He sees Xenu.
1: Yeah. Or mm-hmm. beyond Xenu. It, beyond Xenu. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. I want to walk out of the theater and say, that's it right there. That's yeah. a San Francisco hobo.
2: Yeah. My midichlorians mm-hmm. are aligned or whatever it is the
3: Scientologists believe. Speaking of San Francisco hobos, did you guys hear that off the coast of California, they discovered a new species of whale? No. Did they? Yeah. That's exciting. Did, actually. There are six known specimens that exist, and they call it the Perrin's Beaked Whale. The Perrin's
2: Beaked Whale.
3: Yeah. Did our huh. friend Kyle find that? Yeah, yeah. Kyle finally learned how to polymorph and took to the sea. Nice. Good for him.
2: Uh, we always knew he was an <laughs> yeah. What
1: Yeah. What, what is that? He's a, a child soldier in a shape-shifting war?
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, what is that from?
1: Kyle Perrin, who's also a hamster.
2: <laughs> God, this That's Perrin's awesome. whale looks like how we originally imagined just
1: Glenn. It is. <laughs> it's like I there's one picture of it where it looks like it looks like an aardvark. Yeah. Like a long aardvark.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It looks like its body is right, but its face is upside down. Yep. <laughs> and there's it's only, what'd you say, Rob? 60 of them? Six. Six.
2: Six. Six. It's like an aardvark, but with the opposite proportions of Arthur, comma V. <laughs>
3: <sighs> <sighs> wow. I tried to look up that quote that you threw out there about child soldiers and shapeshifter wars. And I have gotten some really weird results here. Like, top... Well, top, like, did you mean to search these things from Google? One of which is, on the use of shapeshifters in warfare. The other one is, child soldier shapeshifters warfare 1918. Which I'm really fucking interested in now because I
1: didn't realize, yeah, this changes... This changes Everything. a lot of
2: world history. <laughs> this changes a lot of world history for me, Rick.
1: Uh, did you get demon shapeshifter Viaggi Stragati?
2: <laughs> I didn't. No.
1: <laughs> but
2: I was busy looking up this gold Colton looking beaked whale. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gold Colton. Uh, uh, look at the picture I just sent. Tell time. me you don't see it. I do see it. (laughs) I do see it because just like gold, here's what the similarities between gold Colton and the picture of this whale in either picture. I don't know where their eyes are. (laughs) I'm not sure where this whale's eyes are. Yeah. I'm also assuming it has eyes.
3: That is a bold assumption.
1: The same thing with that, Gold Colton.
2: I mean, his eye looks vestigial. I'm not going to lie.
3: Yeah. Are those like are things? they teeth? Like, I know this is a bay, like a supposed to be some sort of beaked whale, which I can only presume is some sort of like r- near relative to like a narwhal or something of the. Okay,
1: look. wait, are you talking about the white things in its mouth?
3: Yeah, or is that because like, I, I, I
1: I assumed that it was the upper and. Lower part of its mouth, and it was like a macadamia nut.
3: Mm, that's probably what it is. They are but no, now that I look, look at it because
1: <laughs> I, I well, now that I look at it though, I can see that there's two of them, and those are definitely teeth.
2: I think you're right, but I definitely thought at first that it was some kind of BDSM whale ball gag made of a golf <laughs> ball.
1: Are you just trying to get the show titled this week?
2: Maybe. <laughs> Look, I admitted at the head of the show that I was white wine drunk. <laughs> did you? I did. I don't remember that. I don't lost, remember I don't that shuffle. at all. Well, I, I said it. You... I don't know if it's on
0: the
1: record. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, shit. What uh the... Joe, what are you geeking on this week?
2: I'm glad you asked.
1: I. <laughs> Me too.
2: I am, I'm geeking on a couple of things as per huge. First of all, I started um, Howard Zinn's People's History of the United States. Yeah. Really good. I I see why people really like it. It's um, rather than telling. So normally you you hear the old adage, history is written by the victors. Mm -hmm. Um, This tries to write history from the perspective of the losers
3: fascinating. And so
2: it kind of it it immediately starts with like the Arawak Indians um down in the the West Indies when Columbus lands. And then it goes to talking about the um the uh, African slaves brought over and what their experience was like. And then it goes into the impoverished white farmers who were turned against the African slaves and against the Native Americans by the, uh, the slave holding class, um, and sort of the, the class tensions and the, uh, the difficulties in, in how do you start a nation? And that's as far as I've made it so far. I'm about four chapters in, but it's really, really good. Um, I've been listening to it on audible. I really recommend that. Um, I'm probably going to find myself into a physical copy at some point because it seems like something I should have on my shelf. Um, so I really recommend it. It's really good. Um, The other thing is that I've been doing is uh, playing a lot of Borderlands, the very first one. Pretty nice. Yeah. So way back at the beginning of the pandemic, I bought uh, there was uh, Sony was having a sale and I bought like every PlayStation game I've ever wanted. Uh, Because it was only like a 100 bucks for all of them. And, right. uh, one of them was borderlands and I just, I'm just now finally playing it. And it's, uh, it's just as good as I remembered. Um, it I didn't get to play it. I usually sat and watched Rob play.
3: It's um, a fucking wild ride of a game. It's
2: great. It's really good. I, uh, the first maybe hour kind of sucks because while they're trying to teach you how to play the game, it's just mission after mission after mission. And it's kind of boring. But as soon as you get past all of that, it's really a lot of fun. Oh yeah. So I really enjoy, in particular, running over the, uh, the little—I forget what they're called—all of a sudden, but the dog monsters,
3: Scrags? scrugs Scraggs oh, so, Scragg sounds right, or yeah. Scags, Scags. That's
2: it. Yeah, like Boz. I love running over <laughs> the Skags uh, mm-hmm. in my catcher ride, uh, motorized vehicle.
3: Oh, scooter. Yep. Yep. So I'm playing wonderful.
2: as Lilith, the siren nice yeah and my and my uh my catch-a-ride vehicle is is bright pink
3: and it's fucking i love great. it i love it have you um, played any of the sequels to it before
2: uh i think i've played a little bit of borderlands Two.
3: you you should just power through all of them that's you my plan not be disappointed yeah they're so good
2: yeah, yeah, I really like I mean it's it, I love the It's the, game the most so
3: ridiculous. Much. Yeah, it's the most ridiculous series of games that I've ever played and I fucking love it.
2: Right? And the aesthetic is just chef's
3: Oh, it's such beautiful cell shading. Like I I don't think I had ever seen or like mm. like remember seeing a game with like cell shaded style art before uh before Borderlands and it was just it's still Breathtakingly beautiful.
2: Yeah. It's the one thing I wish I could figure out how to do in real life, because I know that there are people who do it. Oh yeah. So catch me at the next Gen Con in my cell shaded pants.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is a cool cosplay, isn't it? Right?
3: It really is. Yeah.
2: I'm just gonna lose some weight so I don't have to go as Marcus, the uh <laughs> the fat merchant. So <laughs> <laughs> what a great Ryan, what are you geeking on this week?
1: Oh, man, what am I geeking on this week? Um So MPW has kind of gotten back together. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, we're we're uh uh our, our our founder of the feast, if you will, Jason piles is uh came back on to host and oh. do the editing and all, and all the work. Um which makes it very easy to show up once a month. Uh, nice. which also makes it very easy to get together. Uh, the show is a little more robust because you've got to cover a month's worth of stuff. Right. Sure. Um, but we've also shortened down our discussions unless there's something where a discussion needs to be had. Um, it's been a little weird because uh, no movies really have released and no one's going to theaters anyway, right? Right. Um, so it's been a lot of... Uh, streaming services and uh talk about tv shows and um maybe even uh movies that we're revisiting or that we finally got around to see because we had the time right so uh yeah it's been pretty cool we do it once a month uh uh so our next this that's the last one recorded for the year but we're coming back it's the first monday or first first or second monday of the uh of the uh, month we record so nice. um cool. so is yeah, it feedback, did you change the, the name been positive nope it's movie podcast weekly okay just like geekcast live isn't live movie podcast weekly is not It's
3: likely, no though. longer weekly
1: but Perfect. uh no the feedback has been great uh, a lot of our uh listeners that we uh had um at the time have jumped right back on board um, so that's been pretty cool.
2: Nice. I don't. I don't want you to say things that you can't say over the air. But uh, do you feel like it's a better show? Do you feel more comfortable with
1: it? I do. I do. Nice. It seems a little more unbridled. A little more. Uh, you know, I think Jason would be the first to tell you that he's a perfectionist when it comes to his editing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, we've released an episode of our show, and he's even said it on the shows how he he wishes he could have he could edit like we do. Where if we run across a problem, we just maybe put some music in there or. Um, pretend there's a dark demon entity that comes and takes our <laughs> show. From a us.
2: Demon,
1: right? One of my favorite episodes. Uh, he, he couldn't do that. Yeah, um, and it was uh, it was really hard for him to maintain that and yeah. still oh, yeah. have a fulfilling life. Sure, um, especially
3: with how many podcasts were you know on the table at the time and
1: right. everything. And uh, I think you know with some time off and with uh, uh, he, cont- he 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 has a his own podcast where he talks about movies and making movies and different aspects of movies. Um and uh I think he, I, it's a lot easier for him to like the last episode we put out, I think he just covered up the swear words. He nice. really didn't it's it's pretty raw oh, in the editing. Good for yeah. him. No exactly. What a weight off his shoulders. Um, what a weight off kind of all the, your uh, shoulders. It was kind of the uh the compromise to coming back to do it was like, listen, we just want to hang out with each other, talk about movies and some people like to listen to us. So I've kind of geeking on that. It's our second show back nice. and it's, it's been fun. And, uh, and of course, if you guys ever see a movie and want to come on as a guest,
2: oh, um, absolutely,
1: you're always more than willing to come on and do that. So
2: warms the cockles of my cold, dead heart.
1: Yeah. <laughs> movie movie podcast weekly. I'm, I'm happy that it's back. And I think, uh, we record on like the first Monday. He, he drops it like the third. So it'll probably drop next week. But nice. uh, yeah. So and and also weird, to this is episode last week's episode that we recorded was episode 337. Wow. Yes. The episode of Movie Podcast Weekly we recorded last night was episode 337. Wow. wow. We yeah. caught up. We did We caught it. up. We caught up. <laughs> S- Suck on that, it.
2: Jason Piles. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Yeah, good <laughs> <you> <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> no, you're awesome, and we appreciate. You. We definitely would be if it weren't fine for you. We wouldn't be here. <laughs> so, and I no, don't know. Awesome. Is, Nick, is Nick still with us? He's he's geeking he's on a of crisps. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Rob, uh, what are you geeking on? Uh, I
3: actually have like a smattering of things that I've been nice. geeking on this week. Um, so, first and foremost. Um, i I too had uh listened to a book as I had recently gotten the uh the audible thing. Um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts by Robert Evans because I think that he's some sort of prophet anyway. Uh, he probably does he's just good at time. patterns yeah, he is um. And uh one book that he continuously um, suggests over and over again is Tribe by Sebastian Younger, I think. Younger. Right. Um it's a very, very excellent read and listen. Um the 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 audio recording for it the the is um, very solid. I, I I presume that it was read by the author. Uh, it sounded like it was read by the author,
1: but um, Did a
3: Swedish re- chef reading it. Right, exactly. They didn't gotcha. get Kermit the Frog for it. They couldn't well, afford it. They but. couldn't.
1: Well, he was or Ray Romano. He
2: was uh, uh, um, indisposed. He was he was writing his 24 <laughs> rules for life from his hospital bed in Russia. <laughs> uh, it was a Jordan Peterson no, joke for
1: those of you at home, it was a beautiful thing. Thank you. A hard um, hard one to shoehorn in. Yep. But you did it.
2: It's tough. Let's I was waiting for you. someone to mention Kermit the Frog, which <laughs> <took a> wild. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you
1: knew you knew we'd get there at some point. Mm-hmm. Was it even worth steering the conversation or forcing it?
3: Yep. Nope. Somebody was gonna get there and, lo and behold, I was holding it in my hand
1: are. like a lightning bug. Um, but it's a it's a great book
3: about um like social dynamics between people. Um, it goes a lot into, um, native American, um, like social structure and talks about how modern social structures kind of (laughs) discourage people from kind of finding and creating their own tribe and community because, through the use of, you know, screens or through the use of, you know, um, our, uh, our specific desires for like property and isolation. We, we create these barriers and distances from other people and we don't have that same form of community. Um, even in other like countries in modern days, um, many other countries you'll find like, um, whole families sleeping together in the same room. Whereas we uh, in the United States like everything to be very compartmentalized and very, very separated.
2: It's almost like for siblings to
3: share rooms. Right, exactly. Um, And they – so they talk about that. They talk about – a a lot about soldiers and PTSD and the reason why um, American soldiers have a much higher rate of um, developing PTSD – than soldiers in other countries or in other cultures, um, and it has a lot to do with them um, having the this like working as a unit and operating as a sort of like fellowship and brotherhood or you know a, a, a community. Uh, and then you come back over here and you have no support network, even if you've got family, you're you're it's there's so much distance between. One person and another person, that it, it creates this massive rift. And that's where you see a lot more uh, development in terms of uh, post traumatic stress disorder. Uh, fantastic read. I really recommend Tried by Sebastian Jonger. Um, the other two things that I have been geeking on, which I'll just kind of glance over really quick. One of them, uh, I just got a new game on the Xbox that's called uh, Deep Rock Galactic. And it's a four-player game where you play as a dwarf that works for some sort of mining company out in space. And you have to go mine shit and fight off bugs. And it's fantastic.
2: Nice. Is, um, it, when you, is it like Starship Troopers? Or?
3: Basically, yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, except you're dwarves and yeah. doing dwarf stuff. Nice. Um, which, lots of fun, would recommend. Very solid game. Um, and then lastly, um, I've been sitting on, uh, this game for a while and I finally ended up deciding to break it out and, uh, Ashley and I had played it for the first time, but legends of the five rings, the samurai living Card game.
2: Yeah.
3: It's very solid. Like to the point where I'm very like considering just buying a bunch of uh, just a ton of cards because I'm pretty sure that cardboard pieces of card. Yeah, Stock. yeah, that's what we'll go with. I don't know. Yeah, cardboard pieces of cardstock. Great, yep. I did it. Um, <laughs> is is pretty much my crack cocaine. I cardboard? I think it's it's amazing how quickly I just fall into that rabbit hole and decide that I want to just sink and bury myself in it. Lots of fun, great game, tons of different ways to play. I've been going through and reading a bunch of different websites on deck builds and play styles, and um, it's very cool stuff. And the setting, the lore, and the idea of a living card game to me with you know the, the story being very dynamic and can be invent, uh, influenced by players, um, probably not so much during COVID times, but in um, other times whenever you'd be able to go to card shops, tournaments, Gen Con, things like that. Players have a very real impact on upcoming sets, upcoming story beats, all of these things. Fascinating, fascinating idea. Matt Colville actually has uh, a, a great video that goes and talks about the uh, the original L5R. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was very, very cool stuff. Um, but awesome game, definitely worth checking out. So, yeah, that's what I've been geeking out.
2: I also there was something that came up for me while you were speaking and that is uh Facebook is uh getting oh. dinged for antitrust.
3: Yeah, get yeah. zucked. Yeah. Get get absolutely zucked. So what a happy. And may they try him for war crimes and ethnic cleansing as well. Yep. I don't think the FTC does that but I, I mean I
1: don't think the FTC it's not part of their purview. I would though, like but. to
3: I would like to see them try, though. So.
2: Incredible if the FTC could send, had the authority to send people to the Hague. <laughs> hey, you know what? Send, I'd be a lot I'll more nervous about... I'd be a lot more nervous about pirate radio and and, and the like.
1: <laughs> I send you to the Hague. <laughs> but all I did
2: was steal Comcast.
1: <laughs> it's just
3: a broke fire stick. <laughs>
1: I don't think that's part of the preview either. (laughs) Fire sticks. A Roku. A Roku. Goddamn. (laughs) Uh, I put that music on my voodoo. Um, (sighs) Hey, listen, if you liked what you listened to tonight and you want to hear more of it, um, go over to iTunes, the Purple Icon, or wherever you listen to us. Give us a five-star review and tell us what crime you wish the f t c had a purview on nice like
2: like the crime of zune
1: <laughs>
2: like the world's greatest zune. music m p three player
1: zune you've been you've been accused of zune <laughs>
3: <laughs> and if you want to share pictures of your Walkman with us, you can go to Facebook or Twitter <laughs> and search Geekcast Live and post them there. Somebody will surely have something to say. And you can always check out our website, violentpress.com. I made that website.
1: Rob made the website, violentpress.com.
2: He did that, and it's very nice. If you want to support us in other ways, perhaps uh, with some Wazbucks or something, uh, you could for do those. so over at patreon.com slash geekcastlive or uh, with a fraction of a Bitcoin, you can purchase for your very self a T-shirt over at
1: gcl.threadless.com. That's gcl.threadless.com.
3: It'll only cost you one Bitcoin.
1: Which is called an ounce.
3: An
2: ounce. <laughs> <laughs> Unce,
1: ounce,
2: ounce, ounce,
1: Let me leave you with this before we say goodnight. The earliest cephalopods date back to the Cambrian period. They predate trees and lands and plants. So the earth knew tentacles before it knew leaves. Anyway, sweet dreams.
3: Bye bye. Bye bye now.
0: Hey there, everybody. Nico here from the GeekCast Live podcast. We, as always, want to take a minute to give a tremendous thanks, a sincere thanks and shout out to all of our patrons, uh, sponsors, and supporters. Without you guys, this train wreck couldn't happen. So uh, thank you. Especially the one and only Mama Bear, the one and only Nerds, Brandon Rust, old Pistol Pete Silio. Stewie from Queens, Jesse G. Laterno, L- Lada Bartova, Danger Johnson, Darnell Savage, Dave the Fish, Christian Ramos, Davos Seaworth, Big Time Timmy Jim, Rob from Boston, uh, Alicia McGuire, the old K-Man, and uh, Six Finger Emily. You guys absolutely rock. Check this.